So when the table reconvenes, you will collectively answer the following questions, optionally taking short notes. The players may answer one question in a circle or all may each answer one question in a circle or I'll chime in on each one. Remember, try not to contradict other players' assertions, but rather work your own ideas into the fabric of what they would have said. Um, so Anish, I'll let you choose like where to start with this. The questions are, do our characters slash civilization, we'll start with, I guess we'll go in order. Do our characters slash civilization still live here? Five years have passed. Five years have passed. And what page is this on? So I can- It's on page 13. Page 13. At the bottom, the questions second. are bolded. There's cool. three questions that we'll collectively answer. Do our characters st- still live here? I, I, um, I should hope so. It's only been five years. I would I would agree. I think probably, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything I, crazy disastrous. I mean right? like like normal like yeah. deaths of old age and like random accidents, sure. But yeah. I think as a whole, like everybody's getting really good at improv and <laughs> we got a new bar with like lava rocks. Yeah. A lot of new and, lava and rocks. Their signature I suppose. beverage, mud water. Mmm. It all circled back. <laughs> and they ask for it on the rocks, and they literally put the rocks <laughs> in the drink. And that makes oh, it all right. And that's called getting crossed. <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> that's it. Um, awesome. So you we're definitely still here. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so the next question is, what does this place physically look like now? Has anything visually changed? How does it smell now? How does it feel here? Um I like the hint of like I, the hint of a re- industrial revolution. Like they don't have cars or anything, but I could see maybe maybe a start of like some paved roads or something or bigger mining operations. Mm-hmm. It's five oh, years. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I'm interested in the uh, how does it smell now question. I think it smells a little. I, I was thinking I'm like because they did if they're still mining, they obviously have are releasing more gas and stuff. But there's the thing too is like they're also, if they're also having an industrial revolution that makes similar smells, and so I'm thinking it's like a lot of what they're smelling is probably the gas from this dormant volcano. Yes, but they like don't sulfur. But they're not. Maybe there's a maybe there's a conflict in the sense that like some people are like something's happening over here where the mines are, and other people are like we're also just building things, and that smells bad. And I think that's like, yeah, the, like the, the collective idea is that that's where the smell is coming from. But no. I wonder if that smell also like gets people sort of like a contact high a little bit in a way, like maybe not as much as the rocks, but like maybe they have to wear masks or something when they're mining so that they kind of otherwise like longer exposure to it makes you like, you know, alters. I don't know. Brain chemistry. Mm -hmm. And then I'm curious about the zoning. Like, does everybody want to live near that? And it's like, we have not discussed if currency exists, so I'm assuming it's like if you are interested in doing it, you do it. But it's like, are they? There's not really profit. I don't know. So it's like, are people moving away? Who has to live near this? Well, I'm thinking maybe that might. And then we were talking about how the mushrooms they lived in correspond with like their class of animal and their size, but it, it makes me think that like maybe this is when we start to see that them leaving that and like kind of like fitting into places based off of like what like the miners are probably going to want to be in the mushrooms that are closest to the mines which inadvertently are also closest to the volcano Mm. um and i I think it'd be interesting to like see how that shifts because now you might have like someone really small who like used to maybe the mine mushrooms are smaller and a smaller 
class used to live in these mushrooms, but now the miners are there. And so now you got these smaller creatures living in these like bigger houses on the other side of town. I like the idea of like one big mushroom that's just like an apartment complex <laughs> of a ton of tiny guys. You know I like that. Like, like, I like that. I think something we haven't really talked about that could be interesting is like, uh, are the big creatures versus the small creatures, do they have different lifespans? Like, is five years for the small creatures, like, have there been like a couple generations while the big creatures, like, maybe, maybe the big creatures are like less willing to change their ways because they remember what it was like before. Mm. And like the small the creatures, like, creatures. because maybe they're like <laughs> the kids or grandkids of the small creatures that were before, they're, this is all they've known. That's so interesting mm-hmm. and really ties, I think, in an interesting way into the theme of the game because it's all about the like how things change over time. But in this way, like every single population experiences that time in a different way themselves. That's mm-hmm. really that's that's interesting. So I'm hearing the younger, the smaller the species, maybe the shorter the generation, maybe the more willing they are to lean into this change that's been occurring. The larger the animal, maybe the less willing and more traditionalist. Um, and yeah, resistant to this change. Cool. Hmm. Um, okay, what's Anisha, next? Do you have any other thoughts? I thought I saw you looking like you might say something. Yeah, a, a concept I had because of this mining operation. What if it sounds like what we had before was just this again oasis in the middle of this desert and a river a in a dry land? There, yeah, it's all mixed. What if, because of this mining operation, because it is taking up a specific portion of land, it requires a very specific type of people to live there, like we were saying, what if that is chosen based off religious views, like people who make it their daily mission to commune with earth gods or things of that nature? Now maybe there's god of mining. Mm. And because of that, and because of specific activity in the specific area, what if a bunch of different locations around our oasis begin to split off specifically on religious territory? And then current conflicts in this cycle after five years is like, whose territory belongs to what god? Mm. Could be interesting. Or we could just lean into everybody's still kind of communal you know i think conflict is definitely being sown in this period i think that there is it's getting a little more tense especially i like the idea of a big tension between the people that want to keep digging and the people who don't as well and the people like michael mentioned at some point as well people who want to leave and are questioning that i think after five years that's definitely i think people who used to be here a lot of families are gone yeah i like it um, the third question is, does the place still use the same name? We if not, never what is it called dis- now and who calls it that? Yeah, we need to go with the name. <laughs> that seems important. It's version 1.2. I don't know if well, the name well, would have changed, but if anyone has a name idea, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, maybe before they didn't think to give it a name because people were all kind of united under this, like, whatever. And we mentioned things like this is... Um, I don't know what you call it, where you don't, like an armistice, where you don't fire, like it was like the safe place in war. But because there's now more factions, that would definitely require, like, this is this part of town and this is this part of town. 
like they start naming parts of town more. That's Maybe more so yeah. than so before. There's not a solid name. There's smaller names. Yeah. I like that. And okay, and I so who's got A? Do you have ideas for the specifics? Mm, I was going to suggest, like, because we were talking about, like, maybe not having, like, an overall name for the place. I, I would I like to think that maybe that's something that got lost in that gap of history they're missing. Is like, maybe there was a name, but no one knows it now. And at first that wasn't mm. a problem, but now as, like, as there are factions growing, they have to name something. Mm. Yeah. I do like the idea of their, like, because it was a collective place. I do like their like, idea of, like, it did have a name at some point, but there's no one around that remembers it. And it got lost at, in history for some odd reason. Okay, I have a name for the mining place. Given their animals, given it stinks, I'm going to say Burning Snout. Nice. That's the place burning where you go. Snout. Yeah, but the snout, it'll, your snout burns when you're there. Ooh, yeah, because like if, you, if you inhale, um... If you inhale like sulfur, like you know dioxide or like sulfur uh, in the air, uh, it like can cause like loss of like scent, lo- uh, nausea, irritation. Which I assume impacts the smaller creatures more seriously. Mm-hmm. That's a good- which is another reason I think they they would be willing to leave their homes and relocate to different sides of mushroom. Yeah, that, that makes me wonder if like the part like furthest away from the mines is like considered like a name like Haven or something mm-hmm. like like. Not maybe not Haven, but like something that is like akin to that, where it's like silly. Haven works. Refuge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Haven, sure. I wonder if there's also you know because if everything before was kind of provided like by the gods or like natural like growth type stuff, and maybe now they're building things on their own. Like oh. maybe there's more of an idea of um, ownership of mm. uh, capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You know, we can't have capitalism. Well, in, it's, in that similar vein, I was thinking, because another thing I was, I was like, they can't all switch mushroom homes if they want. Because it's like, there's, mm-hmm. you have those size um, constraints. And I was thinking like, but if they're in their industrial revolution, that also I can imagine a world where they're like starting to like genetically modify these mushrooms mm-hmm. um, and trying to create like new things from them. That's that interesting. I wonder, I wonder what, like if they have like new, uh, tools made from the ore that can allow them to like crush mushrooms or, or use mushrooms in a different way that they couldn't before. Mm-hmm. Maybe spark them together. You get fire. Now we got some cooked mushroom. Ooh, tasty. Some boiled mud water. Ooh. Mud mushroom water jerky. Yeah. Cool. I do like mushroom jerky. Oh. All right. Let's move. Uh, let's move into this period. Let's see what's going on. Michael, you are next to get a card. Oh, right. And your card is... Oh, right. Okay, sorry. That was Anisha's 10, which is yeah. why... My bad. I The end of the cycle, I was like, oh, we're all checking in. My bad. We're all what? I, no, we're, it's all a collaborative that, that effort. Part, so. That part is everybody, like, contributes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Anish drew the card, so, yeah, but... It, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Michael, you've got a two of diamonds. I get a two of diamonds. Uh, let me see. Is this our first two? I believe so. Yes. Um, okay, we have a two. A two. Uh, name a monument, marker, statue, or other physicalized memory that exists in our place. What does it mark? Aha! Okay, cool. Uh, so it's fun that we were talking about, um, you know, um, them... Uh, digging and like drilling this stuff out and the stuff that's changed since then. And I think I have two ideas for the way in which this could go. 
So I think my my thought is it's something like they have a marker where they first like dug, like first hit this new natural resource. And that is it's it's like marking like, you know, on this day, like da 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 da, we discovered the new uh, like this new mineral, this new resource that changed the way in which we um, in which in which we live that like changed our society or whatever. And I think there could be an interesting debate over something, whether, you know, some people like want it to be a marker there for, oh, you know, this progressed us forward into the future type thing. And some other people are like, oh, this is a sign of when everything changed for the worse. And so I think there might be like some kind of debate over over this like symbol of change and progress and whether it is progress or whether it is like, you know, negative change. Um, question. Would you name the mineral? Do it. <sighs> Michaelite. Let me think. <laughs> Micah. And it, it likes. Uh, That's a thing, isn't it? It, yeah, it no, is a thing. I know. I'm talking. Uh, schist, uh, no, uh, I think. Um. It could be if you want it to be. <laughs> it could be a different thing here. Um, I'm gonna say, when when we first talked about this um, this like new like ore that they found, mushrock. Um, mushrock. What did we say? Like, so so how 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 are we? Did we talk at all about like how it changed the way in which they lived, or have we not explored that? It gets you high, but you can it also you high. Like, build shit out of it. Yeah. So my my interpretation, like hemp, I guess. <laughs> so my my interpretation of the of the the ore is that it's this semi natural, semi like semi organic thing, uh, where it's like multicolored, if even where it's kind of like a combination of. Like it's it's this spongy kind of material where we what's up? Well, I name? like that because we talked about the mushrooms having different colors. It could be because they're built on that ore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. yeah. 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 Or and, not and, built, but they grow name? out of it in a way. Yep, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> get them. And so I think we will call it. Don't Google anything. You have it. Um, uh, Say something. Ow. That hurt. <laughs> I smacked myself really hard. Um, <laughs> Don't cut that out. Leave that in. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like like something like prismatic, like right. some kind of like like prismatic or prisma. like prisma, prisma. prisma. Like like yeah. yeah, prisma. That's cute. Um, yeah, I think I think like yeah, prisma. I think is a good name. Where it's like this multicolored thing that has many uses. And I think if we're thinking like that's where the mushrooms maybe kind of like came from. That's why they have different colors. Like prisma like has different properties depending on the ways in which you use it. Like if it's in a specific kind of soil, if it's in a specific area. So maybe that's why there are the different kind of mushrooms that are different colored and different stuff. Because if Prisma is in, for example, a hotter environment, like around the volcano, that's why their mushrooms might be red because it's like more heat. If it's near water, it might be blue. If it's I feel like we're creating a video game where it's like now you're in the red (laughs) fire area and now you're in the blue ice area. Well, I was going to suggest that the Prisma is heat activated mm. and so it, it's strongest either what like tori mentioned like they were boiling it and somehow get, getting higher or like it's just strongest near the ball the heat source mm. Ooh. um and so like it still has useful properties like out on the other side by the water 
But I think there's maybe they're starting to notice that it is heat activated. Maybe that's why the mushrooms like nearer to where the volcano is are like sturdier. Sure. That could be interesting if it, if it reflects in the properties. And maybe if you take some Prisma to Haven, you're less likely to get like a strong, as strong a, an effect, like a high mm. or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Y'all, did, do you think Everest considered how involved we'd get in each of these individual questions when they made this game? I bet they did. I, I listen, <laughs> it's maybe it's not the best for a podcast that you're trying to keep brief, but it's <gasps> so fun. It is so fun. I'm having a great time. Yeah, um, but no, I th- I think I think that's like the monument. Yeah, yeah, monument I like it. I like it. What does it look like? Is it just like a big like like obelisk or like a big like? You know, I don't looking? I don't think like an. I think it's kind of Is it you know because Christmas? this this uh, my that that's not a bad idea. I, like my my thinking is it's 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 like it's not. You know, because this is very different than our society where they, when they first would have made it, when they first would have discovered this thing, like still like pre-industrial type thing, maybe because the world outside of, you know, technology is not straight lines. I imagine it is kind of like this more organic thing that they tried to make it look like it's kind of growing out of, out of Mm. the ground, like naturally, like kind of a naturally occurring type monument thing. I like it. I like it. And I just am interested that the monument is dedicated to the resource and its discovery as opposed to the person who discovered it. Mm-hmm. So just echoing that. Mm, yeah. No, I, I hadn't even thought about time. that, but I like that a lot. Okay, cool. Let's, let's, uh, let's jump into our next one. I have drawn a three of hearts. That is our second, second, second three. three. I'll read Dose. the question. Uh, second three. What do people in your place argue about for fun, whether at the yeah. bar, in the square, or in other social squares? I do feel like we've already kind of covered on arguments and dissension, and I did want to do a focus situation anyway. So yes. I'm going to be discarding this and going into a focus situation. And I am, I am going to choose a uh, th- to throw a party. <laughs> nice. So as a reminder for this one, um, uh, I describe the situation of the party, and every player picks or invents a character or thing that attends. Yeah, um, and then we role play as these characters, uh, just for a little bit. Okay, so uh, for I think okay, Tori, does this bar that serves the stuff have a name? Can you give me a name for it? Great, let's call it Prismasgasm. Yeah, ah. Prisma. What can you spell that? Prisma. <laughs> P R I Z. M A Z G A Z M. Christmas gasm. Okay, twenty fifth annual public spelling bee. And we'll say all of the Z's are in a bigger font than on the like the sign or whatever. Ooh. Three Z's because you're gonna be out by the end of the night. It's fecund. Christmasgasm. Okay. So I I think that um I think that this is uh. This is a a celebration that is taking place at Prismas Gasm, yeah. uh, and it is the fifth anniversary of the discovery of Prisma. Uh, and so it is. So the first we have the 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 bartender who's, oi, uh, welcome all to the fifth annual Prisma Bowl. We've uh, we've got f- 
we've got w- one glass of mud water on the rocks for all on the house. Yeah! Everybody goes wild. <laughs> my name is... My name is... <laughs> I, I'm What's the your name? I'm the bartender and the proprietary uh, pri- proprietor of this place. Welcome. Wait, what's your name? Oh, uh, my name is Gory. <laughs> what what animals, Gory? I'm like a I got like a big big anteater like snout. Slay. But I'm and I'm like an anteater size, so I'm like a yeah, I'm like an anteater, but I'm a human. Well, I'm a I'm a, a one of us. <laughs> and and I I like to. It's kind of gross, but we're here in the burning snout. Sometimes I stir the drinks with my snout. Welcome all. Okay, well, I'll say I was not cheering when you announced that because I'm actually here protesting. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm actually um, a descendant of a hummingbird species, so I'm actually really tiny, but I was actually orphaned, so I was raised by a taller giraffe-like um, lovely couple. Um tall and sky um i love them um and so i was raised with their traditional beliefs and i am here and i think all the prisma should be put back into the ground and i think this behavior is just disgusting so even though nobody can hear me from up there i'm voicing my discontent oi little birdie why don't you have a glass as well (laughs) and i slide a glass that is the size of you over to you What is Birdie's name? Oh, but of course, my name is Turkeyoy. <laughs> and what color Turkey are you? Oi? What color usually are you? It's, usually it's turquoise, but <laughs> the Z's here seem to be celebrated, and I want to distance myself from that. All right. <laughs> I, uh, my guy, like, carefully and slowly, like, walks up and just, like, plunges his face for head first into a big thing of mud water and he like comes up and he's a big like turtle uh like old turtle and he's like i don't know what any of this stuff you're talking about is all i know is this is delicious <laughs> my name's timothy <laughs> And he and he just dives his face right back into the water, <laughs> like no, nothing, nothing else in the world. Timidly, one of my oldest and favorite customers. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You get you get two, three on the house, and I do like you. You're since you're bigger, you have buckets. You have like bucket-sized yeah! glasses, <laughs> and, <it's> and I <laughs> slide two more over. And I, I'm not gonna do accent because I have a reason. I am um, a red panda type lady um, named Lucille that everyone thinks is a blackout drunk. Like they think I'm passed out drunk in the corner i'm not i'm sober as a judge i'm just listening <laughs> i i know something's going on i don't know what but i'm gonna figure it out call me harriet the spy <laughs> also i i have and I, I feel like at first i was like lucy was like a cantankerous old woman but i actually think that she's very young i think i almost young enough to not be in this bar <laughs> but not quite but we don't check ids and, and she knows that and that's why she's here Pretending to be asleep and drunk in the corner. I think Turkeyoy 
Um, a a long claw taps your tiny shoulder as you see a gentleman who happens to be a sloth. Um, <laughs> it, he's dressed in a little. Uh, I'd say they're mushroom earphones, like. He kind of looks like a cool guy, but you <laughs> notice that around his neck is the symbol for the god of mining. Uh-oh. So take that, take of that what you will, but just covered in moss. Um, he seems like a real nature kind of guy, but very, very slowly, um, he says, Now I don't know. About your past and all that, but I think it's safe to say we can take it slow every once in a while, don't you think? Well, I don't know what gives you that kind of peace of mind, knowing how much our world is changing around us all the time. I don't know what makes you wear both the moss and the symbol of what's destroyed. Roying our moss at the same time, so I would appreciate if you kept your prisma claw off of me. Have you tried the mud water? Why, most certainly not. I drink mushroom, and I drink uh, mushroom stew. Timothy, Just try it. Timothy, upon hearing people talking about trying mud water, face comes out of the bucket. It's so good, you gotta try this stuff. And then he puts his head back in. Little, little, little lady, what's, what's the problem in having a little bit of fun? You know, we can't really go anywhere outside of this little, our own little home. May as well, may as well make the most of it, right? Well, I will tell you this. For the longest time, I believed that the fumes that we smell were doing damage to tiny species such as myself. And I believe maybe that is even why my parents disappeared or perhaps died. However... I am seeing what kind of warm community everyone here has. So perhaps I will indulge in just a sip. And then, if I have the authority to do this, her tiny little hummingbird heart gives out. So she takes a sip and dies. I think. Well, what do you think? Hey, and at this point, you, know, you never know what kind of... Lucille has slipped out the back door. She's like, I can't, I, I, I'm taking notes and I'm leaving. She's gone. She's left Whoa. this party. <laughs> okay, we can end the scene there if we want. That's really well, interesting. There's certainly parties where that stuff happens. This is uh oh. This uh-oh. is quite interesting. What happened to Timothy? <laughs> this is not about Timothy. Right? <laughs> no, I know. I'm fucking. <laughs> well, also, Timothy's actually right here. I can grab him. <laughs> For I listeners at home, Timothy is a legitimate turtle that is in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, He's in this room. In- and his listening. Um, <laughs> I need I needed to stress that my sloth's name was Simon N. Garfunkel. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's, good. That's a good name. Very good name. I'm really glad that two people chose the t- two two of the slowest possible animals. <laughs> Which is funny because you both a, are so fast. All yeah. the time. Okay, all so right. that was your card. That was my card. Let's move on to Aubrey's card, which is the Five of Hearts. So in second Sorry. five. Mm-hmm. What secrets are kept in our place? And why are they kept? <laughs> oh, by who and from who? Oh, no. That's such what a What did perfect... Lucille find out? What what happened? Why did that perfect follow-up? So, like so good. So Lucille is 
This is the first, first of all, this is the first Lucille has ever heard about the theory that the fumes are bad for the little people. Um, so Lucille is asking questions about that. Not, it's not going well. But also, I do think that the one thing that, I think more than that is Lucille is very concerned by how quickly the mud water took out Birdie over there. Um, so, and the more she, but the thing is she's asking questions about the mud water. Because when she asks questions about the fumes, people aren't like super concerned. They're like, it's just fumes, whatever. But when she asks about the mud water, the older generation, the one, the older generation that are is that isn't in Haven, the older generation that is like supporting the mining, they're really defensive. They don't want to talk about it. But don't worry, because Lucille's on the case. <laughs> we we have created a situation in which lore canonically. The water could turn the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say it does say in the throw party section, topics of the larger story or situation may come up in these conversations, but do not act on the big things in any tangible way at the party. So they're not intended as a way of like like plot progression. However, I do think it's fine that, that that's kind of how it turned out because I think that's a really interesting direction for it to take. God, I hope Prisma makes people gay. <laughs> it is rainbow. Oh. It it is rainbow. Mm -hmm. Cool, awesome. Me me me. <laughs> Tori, you've got a nine of spades. Nine. Okay. Okay. Um. Yes, it is our second nine. Someone or a group leaves our place. Who are they, and why are they going? What do they take with them, and what do they leave behind? Ooh, juicy. Okay. Well, I feel the answer is pretty straightforward. We've had whispers of maybe people leaving. So can I make this question? The people living in the greater area that includes Haven and Burning Snout receive correspondence from a group that had left earlier. It's getting city of it's giving city of embers right now. What do we think? Um yeah, I guess. Or at least no a piece of correspondence they're led to the believe. Case. Huh? Yeah, I guess there's no reason that can't be the case. Right. What does correspondence look like? In my brain, it's a what would appear to us to be a parchment, but is a piece of mushroom skin that's been torn and you dried know, in the sun. Yeah, dried yeah, in yeah. the sun. And cool. Mushroom paper. Mashed. Okay. So we will say one of the denizens in Haven has a dream about a message and goes to the edge of the forest and finds a parchment. And on the parchment, it says, there is danger in complacency. Be brave and go beyond. And so this resident, um, we'll go ahead and give him a name. Anyone got a good name? Alan. This resident, Alan, the alligator. Yeah. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Comes to, <laughs> comes to town and says, I found this. It's from people who left. And whether that's true or not, I won't say, but I'll say that's what Alan is bringing to the town. So the people who leave, based on that, which group is that? Is that people who are more in, who are more upset with the more recent goings on? I, I would I say yes, the traditionalists. But there's also a possibility that Alan wrote this note himself and is mm. producing it. I'm just going to... 
Lucille's gonna get to the bottom of it. Lucille will get to the bottom it. of it. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, all right. But it suggests that life outside of the greater province that holds Haven and Burning Snout is possible. That's which, give, it's giving city of embers, which was never thought before. Yeah. I'm back in the oh, 2012 right. dystopian novel. <laughs> Anish, you've got our first ace in the hole. Whoa, ace. Let's see. What are the plants like in our place? The rocks, the soil. Um, like- we've answered this so thoroughly <laughs> yeah. that I'm actually going to jump into, I think, telling a story. Yeah, tell us a story. Not uh, Phineas and Ferb story. <laughs> I'm going to invent a character. Well, we've already come up with some really neat characters. I think, guys, can we improv? <laughs> I think after the death of Turkioi, a debate between the god of mining and, hmm, maybe the god of, I don't know what would be an opposing force to that. Like the soil would not want to be disturbed. So maybe the soil versus the like mining. The god of of the ground itself. Hmm. Hmm. The god of mycelium, which is like mushroom roots. Yeah, Yeah, cool. I like that. Yeah. I imagine maybe there's like, People like the people who worship the mycelium are in charge of like literally taking care of the foundation of this entire society. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll just read through the description of telling a story really quick, just for the sake of our understanding. I mean, Anish, I think you know it, but you are going to, you know, tell a story. Other players may enter the scene as listeners who may choose to interrupt to ask questions, role play, or narrate telling the story. The story is told, uh, that is told is known as a fiction or legend, not an actual course of in-game events. However, we can take this if we want, as loosely as we want, and it can sort of, um, I think that it makes sense as your improv thing because it is sort of interpreting the gods. So that can work as legend. Anyway, continue. So I think we we start this scene as... Again, the whole ritual is not about talking about our current situation. It is role-playing as if gods are having a disagreement um, about a set of circumstances. And I think the person who is selected is good old Simon and Garfunkel, the sloth, with some cool mushroom headphones. Um, who would... Who feels up to the task of representing the mushrooms? You speak for the mushrooms. Is it? Is it? This is you, Anish, right? Let's roll for it. Let's roll for I, it. I. What I'm asking for is people can jump in, right? Are if, you saying people, people jump in as different characters or as the same character? I think one on. Basically, um, how I wanted to play it because I'm reading tell a story in this focus situation description. Other players can enter the scenes, and as listeners. So, like, as people who are also there, right? Oh, really? Gotcha. So, I think I'm going to improv with myself then. So, you can do that, but, like, like, like I think the, oh. this picture's like a, like someone like like someone telling a story with a bunch of kids around, and we can come in as the kids being like, oh, but what about this? But in your case, it can be you improving as this character, and then we can come in as improv people responding, but you are sort of, maybe you're the one who initiated the improv session kind of thing. Gotcha. So I think it'll be more focused on the mining person's perspective on the the current society. Mm-hmm. So happily, I will respond if somebody chooses to jump in. But I think the scene starts, um, 
people are gathered in the center of town near the amphitheater and Simon and Garfunkel is on stage um, carrying uh, this big mushroom, um, like an umbrella. And he's swinging it around and he's swinging it around and he's twirling it. And he says to the audience, ah, life here is peaceful, but I sure wish something would happen. Some story, some thing that could bring a new discovery to this place. And he swings the mushroom forward and he swings the mushroom forward. And then he kneels down and with his claws picks up pantomiming an invisible object, a beautiful gemstone. Look how the light reflects through it. What beautiful colors we can see. Now, life is not as mundane. Life is colorful. And he outstretches his arm to the audience, hoping that they get the message behind what he's saying, his agenda that he is pushing. You see at, at the front of the at the front of the uh, the thing, there's a little tiny chickadee uh, type type creature. Uh, it's a little little child, and it looks up and it and it calls out. It's like, "Are you talking about Prisma?" And I think <laughs> the the child's mother hushes it. You know, like, oh, we're not supposed know. to do that. We're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I, I think stepping forward is a little frog person who then says, uh, as a uh, representative of the, uh, as the embodiment of the God of darkness and night, I believe we should uh, leave what is unknown untouched. And we should, um, <coughs> We should uh, cast out all all signs of unfamiliarity because it is scary and the dark is safe and comfortable. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I think Simon, carrying his little umbrella, slowly, with measured steps, walks over to this new frog entering the scene and he commits to the character he commits to the performance stays in the role and says why that seems like a response for somebody who wants to keep things as they are but in the darkness perhaps the mushrooms may grow Shade is needed, after all, for our society to eat. And yet, what gives shadow meaning but light? What gives shadow its darkness but light's absence? To understand the darkness, my dear God, my friend, 
I suggest we make things even brighter. And I think the scene ends. Wow. Ooh, how fun. Improv. Hey. Um, excellent. Okay, cool. Next up, we've got another ace for Michael. Okay, let's see. Ace numero dos uh, is, um, it is time to plant the seedlings. What are the seedlings and where are they planted? What is the harvest that is hoped for? Um, I think this might be another moment where I'd kind of like to go into a focused situation. And I think for my focused situation, I want to, hmm, I think I want to see an omen. So let me think. So it's time to plant the seedlings. Well, you, you ignore the question, basically. The omen can be anything you want. Oh, it could be anything? Yeah. Um, okay, so we've been building up this whole idea of, like, prisma and, like, change and all of these things. And I wonder if, contrary to what, um, what was, uh, to what was, what was the character? Jerkio? Uh, turquoise. <laughs> turquoise. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm getting I'm getting my wires my wires crossed with a Jokio oh that dragon character we had in uh, the Goblin. That game. wasn't oh, even I the name. I feel Jokio. yeah, Jokio, Jokio. Yeah, like Joko, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, but no. So my thinking is contrary to what happened with. Okay, it's like turquoise, turquoise but no Z. Contrary to what happened with turquoise, the people around the Prisma Mines start feeling really good. Now, not just good in the way that they were feeling, you know, a little bit high earlier. Like, people start feeling, at least these the larger animals, start feeling not only, like, the rush of endorphins, like, that high feeling. They start feeling, like, physically better, like, stronger. Like, they can tell that they're... You know, if they get hurt, like if they like fall down, like their wounds start to heal more quickly and it starts and but unbeknownst to them, because it's very small and like, you know, it's very, very small. But like they start to notice that like if they cut themselves, the flesh that grows back is a lot more um, like spongy, a lot more, uh, a lot less like the original flesh they had more. Almost uh, mushroom-like. That's actually so crazy, Michael. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought you were going down the, the superhero route. No. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was good. That's good. Cool. I like it. Yeah, and that's that's my idea. Yeah. All right. I drew a six of hearts. Uh, I think that's our first six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to keep this relatively quick. <laughs> um. What is the most horrible thing in or about our place? <laughs> <laughs> when they run out of mud water. No, I'm just kidding. Only Timothy's worried about that. Yeah. Um, oh, this is tough. Uh, I mean, I do feel like it is a volcano, but I don't know if they know the volcano. Well, if you wanted, there has been a lot of digging. The most I, I was going to think that maybe they might get to it. Like... Mm-hmm. I think that this might be like in a burst of strength or something like that, or some person that is like digging digs, they 
unfortunately don't follow the cardinal rule of Minecraft and they dig straight down mm-hmm. and they do just fall into a vast cavern of lava and this person disappears or dies. And I think it is now known that there is just this cavern of death and uh, fumes below them. So yeah, that's it. Um, eight of clubs. I don't know how many eights we've had. Just Zero. the first, the first, first one, yeah. What does success look like in our place? What do the inhabitants want? That's see, that's a loaded question because on the two sides, so many factions. They, yeah, they want they want different things, and I think success looks differently. Like I think, I think if we are going to insert some type of capitalism in this society, it's definitely going to be burnt snout side. They they're they're grinding over there, hustle culture, um, work hard, play hard. Mm. Um, and so I think, and I, I think that's, I think they want more expansion. I think that is, that like that's what they want. They want, they want to create new things and be better than their ancestors. Whereas I think, on the Haven side, success looks like they're still they still live in a world of a relative peace, and so that that's what success looks like for them is to have like the most peaceful life possible. Um, and what they want is for the other side to remember the peace that their land is created on, or, or at least as stories go. I think that makes more sense. Thank you. Kind of Icarus. They had it, like, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now they're pushing pushing their luck. Mm-hmm. Seven. seven. Or you've got a seven, yeah. What is the most beautiful thing in or about our place? Um, I feel I am going to go for a freaking focus situation. And I'm going to tell a story. And it's going to be from the point of view of the roots of the mushrooms that have lived here forever. And given this latest occurrence, we'll start with so. They've breached the surface, huh? Yes, they always do. I fear we'll have some losses. Yes, we always do. Will we survive? That we cannot tell. And that'll be it. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. I'm really, really interested. This is, ooh. I love that. Yeah. Wow. This is what happens when you get all the theater kids on a game together. <laughs> Whoa. We love world building. <laughs> Incredible. I love the briefness too, the brevity. <laughs> uh, cool. Next card for a niche. Oh, a niche, you got yourself another 10. Dang. Hey, let's go. A niche is a 10 out of 10. All right, rice time. Dine out of dine. Uh, so let's see what happens. That it roll. Yeah, did you roll a die? Let's do it. One year. One year. Oh, I like it. And we're going forward, man. Awesome. Okay, we will take a quick break just to let that die. I'm going to go get a treat, and then we will be right back. Treat time. Woo! Hey, thanks for listening so far. Uh, if you couldn't tell by the runtime, the play portion for these episodes turned out to be pretty long. 
So uh, we ended up splitting this section into two different parts, which we're going to release uh, in separate weeks as separate episodes. Um, we also recorded these episodes late on a Sunday night, so you might notice uh, toward the end of the second episode our pacing picks up a little bit toward the conclusion. Know that if we seem a bit rushed or tired in that one, it is only because we got completely immersed in the game and lost track of time. It was such a blast. So if you are interested in playing The Ground Itself yourself, you can find it on Everest Pipkin's website, everestpipkin.com, or their itch.io page, everestpipkin.itch.io. And you can also support them at, uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash everestpipkin. Uh, I also want to note that for the read-play episodes, uh, there were a couple audio issues. Our recording setup was kind of weird. Uh, I promise it's better for the game episode and for future episodes. It was just for that that specific setup. It is our second, you know, set of episodes, so we're still we're still figuring out exactly what the best best way to record is. Uh, so we appreciate you sticking through uh, anything like that, but. Despite any audio issues, we are so grateful our friend Aubrey could join us for this episode. Um, like many role-playing groups, people are always filtering in and out, so we're excited for any future guests that have yet to join the table. But nothing gets us more excited than your RPG suggestions, so if you have a role-playing game you'd like us to try, please email your recommendation to readplaygamepod at gmail.com or message us on any of our socials listed in the description. We randomly select the RPGs we play, so if you suggest one, there's a good chance it'll get selected. And finally, I know this is a very long um, middle section for an already long episode, but we want to give a huge thanks for all the support we've received after our first set of episodes. We are really glad that people are enjoying the show, um, and we appreciate all of the kind messages we've got and, and all of the feedback, too, because like I said, we're, we're just getting started and we'll only improve from here on out. So uh, if you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoy making it, consider sharing it with a friend, uh, rating it, whatever you like. Thank you. Uh, that is it. So we can jump back into the episode. Um, all right, back from our break, uh, we all went and got some mud water. Um, yeah, let's 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 talk about our questions. Do our characters slash civilizations still live here? It's been one year. I think like a couple. They they decided to venture out after that note came in. I think yeah, one I think one specific a... couple, maybe like a family, that like they left and haven't been heard from since. Yeah, it might be more than that, considering somebody fell into a volcano recently. I think that there's, yeah, it makes sense that there's a big possible, like, a, a, a mini exodus. <laughs> a mini exodus, and then this past year, so much conflict and so many improv sessions about this one <laughs> existential threat. Well, you the have to cavern. think about, we, we, we've introduced, like, mind-altering substances to their society, which means, like, the temperament of the society as a whole will have changed. Yeah. I'm wondering about, like, um, maybe not necessarily, like, birth defects, but... Families who have been living in exposure to the the fumes and proximity or whatnot, like are the are the babies being born somehow different? That's interesting. I think, and, and that, that kind of goes into what is the, what does the place physically look like now? Has anything visually changed? How does it smell now? How does it feel here? I think that maybe a lot of the physical changes are you see it in the people, 
versus the actual like location. Like obviously the the industrialization continues, but like you are starting to see more of a visual dif- like difference between people that live in a uh, whatever the hell snout Haven and land and Haven. Nose. Yeah, <laughs> burnt, burnt snout. snout. I feel I feel like the people in burnt snout are starting to look more like mushroomy. I was gonna say the same thing because everybody. I mean, you have blue mice who eat blue mushrooms before, but now the miners, it'd be interesting if they, they really went last of us with it, yeah. you know, mm. slowly but surely Creepy. getting a little creepier as they go. Cool. Does the place still use the same name? I think at this point, they probably, because of all the, the splitting, they probably have to come up with at least a name for the full thing and then also maybe a name for the outside. Mm. Yeah, is it is it something to. we'll decide by the end of this cycle or I don't know. Well, let's come up with something other than the province that contains both Haven and Burning Snout. Um I think the mining people have certainly it seems like the narrative if if we're defining success as being a good miner, maybe the town is spinning the narrative around mining. So is there a name that centers around digging? What about like something having to do with layer layer top layer like because now they're realizing that there's like a core beneath them that it, mm-hmm. oh my god they're or, learning what we learned in fourth grade science class <laughs> that's crazy oh, it, what if it's like ignea cool ignea. I like that. Yeah. Done. let's do it and uh, is it fair to say that most of the population who still lives in the greater oasis is more on board with Prisma as a staple and building utensil because people who are highly against it have just moved. Are leaving slowly. Yeah, I think that that's probably like overall those are becoming a more vocal minority of Got people it. that don't accept it. What about Ignea and Audia? Okay. I, 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 was <laughs> thinking, I honestly Slay. had that same idea. Go Slay. for it. <laughs> um, okay, let's jump into the next question, which is going to be, that it's going to be a niche. No, it's going to be Michael. Um, and that will be a five of diamonds. That's our third five. Five, five number three. Uh, okay, third five is, there is a union. Is it political, emotional, Ooh. marital? What is newly aligned? Hmm. I think, I feel like people, aha, I got it, I got it. I think people are going to start, like, Maybe it wasn't as much of a thing before, but I think going to start like uh, incorporating Prisma into their bodies. Um, like a cyberpunk sort of modification setup? Something like that, yeah. Where it's or is like, it jewelry, cosmetic? Exclusive. I was thinking jewelry and cosmetic, but also something like, like maybe it's something I think that has changed. Like I feel like, you know, initially maybe it was a jewelry cosmetic thing, but now it's like, like oh like oh I lost a I lost like you know a leg I, you can like rebuild like a prosthetic type thing and so people are like incorporating it more and more and more into what they're like into their actual body to like you know like oh their hands like you know to be able to dig like you know to be able to mine more uh, uh, more they have like different like attachments that they put onto their hands and it's able to through the change of their biology it can kind of um, latch onto their skin because of how their their physical uh, their physical attributes are changing. Or should I say, we are Prisma. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. 
I, I like that interpretation of union. Awesome. Maybe the real union was the prism and we were all together. <laughs> so true. All right. I've got an eight. That is our, I think, second eight. Um, let's go to eights. Uh, this, the news is dramatic and tensions are high. What is the news? How is this reaction physicalized in space? Ooh, this is so good. I don't know what it is, but this is so good. Um, cracks in the land um, have been just like, like coming out from the place where it originated. The earthquake. We forgot about the earthquake. Exactly. Suddenly another earthquake has happened and there are cracks that are reaching throughout, like even like into the, into deepest haven there's like now cracks that are exposing the um the molten thing below it's it's like i don't think that they're immediately like in danger of falling but there is like a big natural disaster that creates these like chasms that are now making more people exposed to um the substances and fumes that that wouldn't normally have been does that count as big news? That's probably big news, yes. right? Yeah, I would, I would say extremely that big news. And tensions are high both both between the people and between just the physical, like the, the tectonic plates. Um, anyway, the gods. It's so true. The and so there's a lot more fighting. improv sessions about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what if an improv session gets like violent? There's like a <laughs> someone, 24 like, hours someone. improv festival going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so true cool aubrey you've got a two that is our third second I second think. two two twos um what is produced in our place right now and how does it make its way into the wider world is this export a physical good knowledge or something else i would like to tell a story actually Go for it. Cool. um and the story i'm going to tell tell is the story that the kids learn in school about the history of their land so, um, <clears throat> so are you a teacher? Sure. I'm a person who knows the story and is telling it to children who don't know the story. Cool. Um, a long time ago, before there were any mushrooms, there was just the river. I've also decided that the river is pink and I will not be taking any further questions about this. The, the water in the river is pink. Um, it flowed Thanks pink. Thanks my favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> it flowed pink for as long as anyone could remember. And then... There was a goddess that lived in this river. They don't have names. They just exist. Um, uh, And for a long time, she was alone. Until enough sediment built up in the river that there was an island where another god popped up and she fell in love on sight. But what she didn't know was all she was falling in love with the island god There was a sky god that she couldn't see who had been pining for her the whole time. Love triangle. Crazy. Um, And so she, the river, as as time goes on, it starts to get hotter and hotter and the river starts to dry up. And so she goes into a long sleep to conserve energy. And the sky god comes down. He's like, what'd you do to my woman? And island god is like, who are you? They fight. And this is the first recorded fight between the gods of history as the gods as the fight finishes the area is clear and the only thing left is this river the goddess wakes back up as the river revives and she sees both her lover and this man she this god she never even knew and she weeps but what she weeps is what we now know is mud water 
and out of the mud water, the mushrooms grow. Wow. And and then, and then they get to where they are today. The end. I'm, I'm pretty like proud of myself for that one. Again. Oh, oh, the kids are like, wow. <laughs> um, awesome. All right, Tori, you've got a seven of clubs. Uh, what seven is this? Uh, second. Second, second yeah. seven. Invent a specific street, building, corner, overlook, or meeting place. What is it called officially, and what do the locals call it? It's so funny how the questions we get happen to be like, oh, something I've been thinking about. So, earlier we questioned, what does the law look like, or crime, or punishment, or whatever? I'm going to say with this majority whole of exposed inferno, this is where you go to punish a great wrong. You, or, or perhaps to test your strength, to prove yourself, whatever. You now have something um, of the earth that, you know, if things are in unrest, perhaps the 24-hour improv session resulted in some, some fists being thrown. Fisticuffs. Some fisticuffs. And so then each of the fighters has to dip their hands into the lava. And we will call this... The reckoning. Yeah, we will. Ragnarok. We will call this the blood of the divine. Ooh, that's good. So that'll be where that exposed hole is. That's cool. It's giving Lord of the Flies. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it there. I like that. I love it. Uh, another seven for niche. That is our third seven. What happens if we get more than four sevens? There's not more than four sevens in the deck. It's not possible. <laughs> not physically possible. He's just testing us. Just making sure we were paying attention. Yep. <laughs> the third seven is a forgotten aspect to our places recovered. What is it? A corner, a basement, a hidden garden? Ooh, I really like this. I I was thinking about doing something else, but I think that a couple of travelers who just left the civilization are feeling a little homesick and decide to make their way back, only to find that as they turn around, they can't find our small town once again. Does this ex- exist outside of the place? I, I might be broadening our scopes a little bit. Okay. Uh, that uh, maybe that, it's a mix can, of that. that. Okay, that, that's fine. Um, but I'm just thinking. I think a forgotten aspect. I think, yeah. I, I think what I'm describing is broadening our scope. I mean, th- right? there is like leaving the frame. Leaving the frame is what it's called, right? Yeah, leave the frame just for a second. You can ask one question that we collectively answer. Well, then I don't think it's that. I mean, this could be them discovering it, like, like if they turned around right outside of the frame and they came back, but it's their lot. Well, I don't know. This could also be a story oh. about this habit. I don't know. Uh, maybe what I what I really want to answer is how did these people get that note there, and how can we complicate that? Um, if you'll remember, from Alan, uh, from Alan the alligator. Alan, um, what if? On the edge of the our our place, Ignea, at the edge of Ignea, and at the border of Audia, somebody who's considering leaving the civilization begins to make their way out. But as they're walking, 
in the sand, they hear something hollow and they, they dust part of the sand and find a trap door underneath which is a library. City of Ember. Filled with scrolls with that similar mushroom scrawling. And it is a bunker that was kept hidden away, dedicated to the god of history. That faction we mentioned oh so long ago that is oh so tight-lipped. And now it is public knowledge that there is all these stories written down, where, hidden away. Where was this basement? It was hidden in the I, basement. I missed it for a second. At the, board, at the, at the border of Audia I was going to suggest that with all the earthquakes are happening, like fossils and stuff, would they would be appearing. That's just how yeah. nature works. Oh, so that makes that perfect sense yeah. that so evidence would, of this bunker would show up now. Yeah, what maybe if, that's what it is. What like if a, one of the cracks went into it? Yeah, somebody falls through a crack and they just find this place. That's Literally perfect. This, I love City of Ember. I'm going to read City of Ember. I think we, <laughs> we're making City of Ember. But yeah, that 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 story satisfies what I what I was hoping to explore. Okay. So, cool. All right. Michael, you've got a nine of hearts. That is our third nine. I would love to fall into third a library. Nine? I think. Uh, well, actually, let me. I, yes, I believe it's the third. Yeah. Yeah. Should arrange this like solitaire. Um, uh, okay. <clears throat> third nine. Oh, okay. There is planning going into a celebration. Is it a festival, holiday, or remembrance? What is it celebrating? Okay. I I think we have uh, already like in 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 the past was I I don't think it was this cycle. It was the cycle previous where. Um, what's, what's your character's name, Anish? The, oh, Simon and Simon? Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. That was, that was the, a year ago, right? Where mm-hmm. he was celebrating the, like the, that thing. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a year, so we're a year ahead and it is once again the, um, it's once again the celebration of, you know, the, the finding, the of, finding Prisma. of Prisma. Uh, and I think... I think, um, I I think this is so. There's a big, there's instead of one celebration, it's kind of like two events being planned at the same time, and literally and figuratively showing the cracks that are showing that are growing in this society, and I think one half is celebrating Prisma more so, incorporating it into everything of their being. They're saying it is, you know, this thing that we have found is capable of shaking the very earth. We can harness this power to grow and do greater, bigger things. And they're like, instead of being scared of the cracking of the world, I think they're excited about it. And in the contrast, we have the other people who are rallying against it and trying to either leave or trying to stop this from happening because maybe they know people who are, you know, on the side of wanting to mine more, to harness this power more, and they're worried that by further embracing this power, further embracing this, you know, industrialization, it'll lead to the end of their society. Cool, cool. Love it. Um, I've drawn an ace. 
Mm. Third ace. No. Yeah. Yeah. Third. This is an interesting question. I don't know how how much I can really do with it. The harvest day has arrived. What is being harvested for what purpose and how is it being stored? I feel like we kind of have an idea of harvests already. Let me let me double check the for the focus situations. This is an interesting point, but we how does move on work? Not to say you should move oh, on, but you I just skip your turn read. if you oh, don't okay. have anything. Interesting. Um, I honestly think I might do that. That's a good thing. Keep for breaking that up because I don't really have anything for this. I have an idea, but I don't think it fits into any of the focus situations. So that's what I discovered last time too. Go ahead, Aubrey. You got a five. That is our, that's our five. third five. That's our fourth five. Fourth five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Someone is found guilty and is punished. What? Uh, what did they do? And what is the punishment? Oh. Well, Tori's just introduced the blood of the gods, the blood of the divine. Excuse me. Um, but I think I'm trying to think. I I think whatever happened this time. Is like this is like the first time. This is like it's like real bad. Like maybe like maybe this is the first time in like recent history like someone has like committed a heinous murder, like like pre premeditated, tor- like t- over a course of days. Like it's bad, real bad. Um, and so instead of just dipping their hands in the blood of the divine, they instead of someone falling, they actively as a society, throw this person mm. into the blood of the divine. Oh, I, I was actually thinking about something like that happening too, like some, mm-hmm. some event that, that would be like that. Um, one mm-hmm. thing that I know I skipped my turn, but kind of like a thought that I was having was what if the person that committed the crime was one of the very now small minority of people that is the people who didn't want to mine more rock getting mm-hmm. really, really fed up with just like, like feeling like, their voices are just like like that. There is no other hope except to do something about that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, cool. But yeah, and they got thrown in, and also, but there was there was a big bubble from the lava. Um, I don't know what that means, but there was a big bubble. So, because they threw a whole body in there. <laughs> kind of a a little bit of an omen there. Yeah, maybe. Um. All right, okay. nine. I think that's our fourth nine, or is very last nine. Yeah. New information about a past event is uncovered, casting it in a dramatically different light. What was found and how does it change how the past was perceived? Okay, so I'm going to say that given the discovery of the God of History's library, they are now thinking, oh, this note Alan found was not written by Alan. It was not left by a group who had left and come back. It was from the library of the God of history. It somehow made its way up there. And the way that this will change people's perspective is kind of hinting at what the fungi roots were talking about. This has happened before where groups will have had to leave or they're filling in the gaps a little bit about a kind of cyclical catastrophe on this land where something will happen and slowly it will regrow and people have survived by leaving and I don't know, potentially coming back. Um, and I'll leave it there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Anish, you've got a three. Three, that's a third, third three. three. A new style, fad, or devotion sweeps our place. 
What is it? Who cares about it? I think, I mean, let's, let's build off the history example. I think there was a, a group of people, uh, let's say the old version, the old Testament. <laughs> no, um, no, I think there is a, a schism in the people who worship the God of history. And as this past event uh, or, or these scrolls are dug up, maybe they have similar wisdom as the scroll Alan found. Um, there's danger in complacency. Be brave and go beyond. They read these scrolls with similar etchings, these aphorisms, and people begin to question, why did they hide this away? What was necessary? Were they keeping it safe or were they keeping it from us? More people are dying. More people are going crazy. And it's time for somebody to take action about it. So I think that a new devotion is sweeping the land. Something that is not just one God-centric. I think it starts with a new group of people who worship the God of history, but they make a multi- factional group, a group of protesters that are taking action to stop the destruction of the mycelium network that builds the foundation of this society. Cool. All right. Let's, 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 let's zoom through these last couple. <laughs> uh, six, six, Michael, you've got a six. I don't know what six that is. That's a, is it our third six or second six? I think it's our. Th- I think it's the second one. Second six. Okay. Oh, okay. This is perfect because I was literally just thinking about this. Someone returns to our place changed. Who are they, and how are they different? Um. So we established that. What What is the mud water? Is what like fuels like the, the, the growth of the mushrooms. Is that what we said? In the story. That's what we learned that, uh, we in school. About. That's what we learned so in school. So yeah. my thinking is, this is kind of a story, uh, but it's like we zoom in on, we see old Timothy, the turtle, head buried in a bucket of mud water as he's slowly, even more slowly than usual, just like trudging through the town. And he's like coming back to burnt nose. And he's just like drinking this like bucket. He's just got it attached. And suddenly he just stops and like falls to the ground. And slowly you can see his skin and his like his shell change from kind of a chitinous, um, you know, bone structure like a turtle into the bulb of the mushroom. So a very quick change. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, all right. I've got a two. I think we've had three twos. No, third two. Okay. I think this, this is our is third. third two. Uh, a major modification is made to the environment of our place. What is this change? Was it made by someone or did it simply come to pass? A major modification. I think that people start building uh, things into the side of the chasms. I think people start like building like stairs and stuff like that maybe for more mining operations maybe for like living but like they start carving stairs they put like wooden stairs like 
and they have like like ladders and stuff like that to sort of traverse up and down and they just kind of make it's dangerous but there's some people who like there's always people who try dangerous shit and it happens so yeah it's cheaper mm-hmm. eight i think that's our last eight aubrey or am i wrong i feel it might like be our third eight might be a third eight that's the third eight yeah Someone or a group of people comes to our place. Who are they? And why have they come? Do they bring anything with them? Um, I think, okay. So here's what I think happens. I think that everyone wakes up one morning and there's just a new person there who is mute. Um, they look, they, they, are, they are of the hummingbird species. They might even be... Maybe not turquoise, but maybe maybe a teal color. Hmm, maybe. And they don't speak. But, but they do have something with them. And it is the, the, the earrings that Turquoise uh, wore the night that she drank mud water and died. Uh, Wait, was this someone who came from out of the space? I think yeah. we got a... Whoa. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're a corporeal person and definitely not a ghost. Who's to say? It, it's not, but it's not, it, it's a different person. <laughs> it is a different bird. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Okay. You've got the third six, Tori. Yes, which seems fitting. A natural architect, a natural or architectural disaster strikes with no warning, leaving something in ruins. What was this disaster? So, so far we've got people who are, it's a sinking ship. They say we have to leave. The God of history is telling us we have to leave. And there are people saying, oh, they're just resistant to change. Let's build within these caverns. This is all good, usable land. And, okay, it's going to kind of take a twist, but here's what I'm going to say. The person who was fully executed by being dropped into the lava, I'm going to say, days later, Something that resembles a body, but more of a, a shriveled skeleton made entirely of prisma, slowly emerges Whoa. from the blood of the divine, the cavern. And it comes out, crawls its way to the surface, and falls to the side. Appear, appears to be resting, and nobody knows how it's living or what it wants, what its directive is. But that is the disaster that for the first time, something is coming out of the cavern. That lots of creepy (laughs) happening. I love it. Uh, a niche third, three, four, three, four, three, a bad decision leaves marks on the land. What was this decision and what trace does it leave? We have been mining for so long. And what's this area called again? Ignea. I think it was something snout. Burning Burning snout. I think for the first time, people have quarantined burnt snout. And it's a really good thing that that skeleton happened to come through and scare people off because now there is a giant sinkhole where the entire mining operation used to be and Baron for the first time maybe the giant sinkhole reveals the volcano in its entirety 
in all its glory and all the infrastructure that was there is destroyed. This would be a great time to pull a 10. <laughs> well, we only have, there's only like eight cards left. Unfortunately, that's another ace. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe we're going to get eight tens. This is crazy. Um, let me see. This is our fourth ace. Okay. Sometime, fourth ace. Sometimes change is so slow that the world shifts unnoticed. What is the groundswell that has been taking place so quietly? Okay, cool. That's great that it comes after that. Um, uh, okay, so so the volcano has been uncovered. Everything uh, is kind of shifting into motion. I think people could kind of tell when the cracks shaped, you know, and kind of exposed underneath everything. But it is now more and more noticeable that where... The chasms used to be very deep, and the lava was very far away. It's a little shallower than it was before, and it's slowly rising. Okay. Uh, I got an eight. I think that's probably our last eight. I think every number at this point is going to be our last. The future feels unsure, and the talk of our place has turned to preparations. What preparations are being taken and for what? There's a fact. There's... Haven people are like, we're leaving now. And they are just, they're they're packing up things in the library and leaving. And then there are people that, after seeing this skeleton thing, are now there's a faction that's like, we should just jump in. And like, there's like, there's like a group of people that are also thinking that. And there's some people that are really, really trying to keep living uh, in this space, but it's not, not really as, you know, it's pretty catastrophic. So yeah, there's oh, like no. a, a We've got significant sect of people that are like, Salvation is in the love. We have a death cult. Yeah. yeah. You gotta have a death cult. All right, that's a two. It's our final oh two. All right, that's me. Yeah. Uh, two. A breakthrough moment in technology, arts, politics, philosophy, or daily life tips the skills of a power balance. What was this breakthrough and how does it play out socially? I actually want to do a focus situation. I want to leave the frame for a second and um, pose a question. Yeah. So... As people are leaving this area, I like the idea of that the sec there's like there's a noticeable shift once they leave our oasis. Except for they turn around and they don't see the oasis. What do they see? That is the question I'm posing to the group. I feel like more desert, maybe. Although that's that's very basic answer, but I well the first person who came from outside, seemingly is this almost complete replica. And maybe there's something there, something to do with reflections or like think about the mycelium to begin with. Like it's it's the same organism extended out. Mm. So maybe it has something to do with like clones or I don't know. What if they see oh. the, the world as oh, it Michael was has a, before, like at the start of our game? That's a prism again. <laughs> I heard what, what you What if, said. oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, you, you go. I was just commenting on, I liked what LJ just said. I don't know if anybody else heard it. No, let's hear I it. I did not. What if it's the world, See the world as it was as it was at the start of our game? Yeah, it's what if what if it's like, I mean, okay, so uh, I'm, this is this might be beyond the scope of the thing, but what if it's like another civilization that's like identical, and it's like the fungi is like, well, it, I'm spread out. I don't know. It could potentially be that, but like in another, like like but, that's what they yeah. see because they see the beginning stages of. It. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a time I like thing. the idea that know. time like that, that time moves differently inside. Like maybe they are like living in a giant mushroom. 
it's a black Whoa. hole. Yeah, and, and it's like, and time runs differently in there. So when they leave, they're seeing t- like it in real time. And for some reason, they, they're they like in a time vortex or whatnot. I don't know. Cool. Cool thoughts. I like it. All right. All right. We've got another Last six. six. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, okay. I messed up then. Oh, you read the fourth one? You can just read the yes. third one if you want. Something small but noticeable is destroyed. What is it and who or what destroyed it? Okay, so I'm going to go back to the other small hummingbird mute denizen who came back bearing only two earrings. And I'm going to say it's okay. How does this expand upon what we know? Okay, here's what I'll say. People take these two earrings as a sign that this was when the people of Ignea lost their humanity when they valued the effects and the possibility of Prisma over the health and the life of the people living there. And so for some, it was a wake-up call to leave. Um, And for others, it was a battle cry to go forward because now we see there is more than humanity. There is humanity mixed with Prisma. You lose your hand, you get a Prisma hand. And all of a sudden we have this seemingly creature emerging made of only Prisma. And I don't know. I don't I I would I, I would be curious what somebody else does with this skeletal structure. Like, is it just moving based on heat and it's not actually live, or is it somehow sentient? And if so, what is its objective? I I have a thought. At some point we mentioned um Prisma being heat activated. What if its goal is to stay alive? If it needs heat to stay alive, its goal is to spread the lava. Okay, and so now the the denizens are kind of met with here's a creature whose sole purpose is deepening, you know, the the rift and trying to surround the town in as much lava, increase the sinkhole. You can you can no longer be passive. You can either help this thing or stop it. And how would you even stop it? And I'll end it there. That's good. Love All right. That. Lightning round. Couple words, one sentence answers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy because there are five cards left. Yeah, there's going to be like two tens in a row. But no, no, now no, four cards left four. after this. How in the world have we not like this? Is crazy. How? This is our, How did we this get is our third four, Anish? Third four. Something new has been constructed and stands where there was once something else. What was once there and what has replaced it? The theater has been flooded with lava and what has replaced it is a temple to the newest god of them all the god of prism no i wow. knew you were gonna do it nice Eddie. nice nice i love it i love it all right and our fourth four goes to michael <laughs> god um a creative or artistic achievement is unveiled what is it how is it received okay uh, this is great. Uh, so, what what did you just say, Anish? There was like a the a church to the, the church, god of Prisma. Church to the god of Prisma. Okay, so before they had the the monument to Prisma that they had created outside of uh, Burning Snout, but because Burning Snout was involved uh, enveloped in lava, that monument is gone. So, in an effort to appease and like to you know uh, to devote to this new god of Prisma, they make an even larger monument out of Prisma, of Prisma, 
to be able to worship in and some people to meld with. Meld with. Damn. Okay. Love it. Next. Whoa, a 10. Good Lord. Um, All right, a 10. I'll roll a die. One more year is passing. (laughs) Uh, This all happened within a decade. That's crazy to me. And let's take like a 15 second break. Okay, our questions are. I think we have four and seven left. No, we have to answer the new era questions. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, it's been oh, a year, just... it's been a year, it's been a year. Um, but a lot's happened. Yeah, this is probably a pretty big year. I lost the I lost the questions. Where is it? Oh, yeah, okay. Do our characters slash civilizations still live here? Maybe no. I feel like at this point, if there's people left, they're like stragglers. Like, they're... I yeah. think the ultimate question has been posed... Like, do you do you adapt to the times or do you go in search of a time that once was out there in the the sands? And I think the existential question is assimilate or get lost. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like the story we're telling is one of unfortunate assimilation to this foreign concept. I think people are like, I think people yeah, are pretty down like either- with. Yeah. Yeah. The people are like changing into these like prismatic, like, you know, mushroom people or like leaving. And my thought is um, like maybe they don't see any more people coming in like with the with a turquoise thing. But it's something like when you come back into it, it's like this 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 whole thing is like this continuous loop of this improv that's been played. And like, as the people go, they like turn into the prisma. They oh, it. This is can be a later thing, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, what does it physically look like now? I think it looks almost Mustafar like, like, like yeah. it's like a lot, a lot, a lot of lava, a lot of like, I think it looks like might look like one of those weird planets from outer wilds. That's like, got like the surface is like, like prismatic that like a, I think I think of the eye of the universe in that game yeah which is like yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, it just it sounds like like the the air because the people are all turning into prisma and mushrooms it sounds like the land is just taking itself back <laughs> yeah a little bit well, a little bit and I was gonna pause it if if there are still straggling people who are human or you know whatever the original species was what are they eating? Do the mushrooms survive here? Yeah, there's. St- well, I, what if it's really interesting as the as the land falls and the, there's like you see the exposed mycelium, kind of like nets of it just existing. Um, so like they have to eat like the roots of it now. Dang, they're becoming maybe, awakened because maybe, maybe the roots are where all the knowledge is. Yeah, yeah. But there's like nets of it all around, just like peeking out of the, the fissures and holes. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Does the place still use the same name? Ignea is a very fitting name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was that name was almost omen like itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, Aubrey, you've got a seven. I, I can't move it, but you've got a seven of uh, of spades. I think that's probably our last seven. I would. I would hope yes. so. Okay. Um, <laughs> a previous alliance shows cracks. There's bickering and infighting. Who is fighting and what are they fighting about? 
Um, so I think that there of of the people that are left, um, there are once again two factions: those who are actively trying to assimilate and those who are actively fighting what's happening. Um, and I think and I think what happens with those two factions is like they're made up of people of the other factions because now they found a new common ground. Um, and I think the the thing that they are fighting about is like, do we worship these new pris- uh, Prisma and Mushroom people or do we murder them and throw them back where they came from? Absolutely. This is going to be a 10. Yep. Yes, you're right. Okay, the very this is our last, last card. 10. Let's My see God. what that means. Good job. We've made it to the end of this game. Ah, I love it so much. Um, wow. Okay, I, I know wow. we have questions. I do have like a final tableau or something. Well, I think that that might be covered um, in the, there's like final questions that might happen. Okay. When the fourth the 10 card is drawn, the game is over, no matter the number of cards left in the pile or the stories that are in motion. Our window has fogged and the clarity of vision we we uh, that we had into our place is lost to us. It may feel sudden, but in truth, there is never a clean exit. Places go on forever, building narrative by their mere existence. However, just because we cannot know for certain what takes place after the window of our game does not mean that we cannot make some conjectures. After all, this is a game about long traces over time. By watching our place with such attention, maybe we learn to predict what could come to pass. As a group without cards, decide on the following. What happens tomorrow in our place? Who wakes up? Does anyone... What do they see and what is the feeling they get from the world? So if you want to give a t- tableau, feel free before we. Um, okay, so here's my proposition. And I'm going to start you with a quote that like shook me to my core. And then I'm going to tell you what the quote's in reference to. When they burned the library of Alexandria, the crowd cheered in horrible joy. They understood that there was something older than wisdom and it was fire. And something truer than words and it was ashes. And that quote is by a random Twitter user in response to the guitar center changing their logo from the guitar <laughs> having a, the G having a guitar. Anyway, and so my offering for the final tableau is as the ground crumbles, the nets are straining to hold themselves together. That single prisma skeleton-esque being lowers itself. It's holding on to the roots and dipping itself into the lava. And maybe there is some kind of communication between the roots and the prism. And it says, oh, hello again. Hello. Thinking that, yes, those two opposing forces that the, myth, the myths and stories all told about have met again and are destined to do it for however many years in the future. Any it. other thoughts? Um, just a, just an option. I think that's great. I, and I think I think one of the one of the great things about like volcanoes and like volcanic eruptions is like not only do they bring you know uh, devastation, but they also bring life because the minerals and like the nutrients that come from volcano uh, from volcanoes, like volcanic eruptions, are like incredible for growth of um, you know nature. And I think. You know, as like maybe everything falls apart, everything falls into the lava and like comes back together and coalesces. Maybe we have the land is like clear once again and from the ashes sprouts more mushrooms. Or something else. Or something else. Because mm. the mushroom, if we go back to the story, the mushrooms came from the Pink River. 
Mm. And now that if they're being uh, intertwined with the lava, what's something new that comes out of that? Yeah. Now we've got uh, sedimenta instead of ignea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, any other any other thoughts as we close it? I don't think so. Well, who wakes up? What do they see? What is the feeling they get from the world? Well, there are these people, these sort of undead skeletons, and I think they have memories of, you know, what they used to be. But, you know, there's, they're the skeletons of these animal people. But I think our, it might be an Evangelion thing, but like fusing with the mushroom and the mycelium, all being Prisma, I think there might be a sort of collective consciousness happening at some point. And what if Prisma is the new mushroom, you know? Mm -hmm. It's the new thing. A foundational resource that isn't just a resource, but a living being itself. I like, and I like to think that the, the very next day, Lucille has taken it upon herself <laughs> to read every tomb in the God of History's library. So I think that's where she wakes up. She wakes up and is reading the stuffs. Well, yeah, I, I bet a bunch of the no, it's the just history. Lucille. <laughs> that's her job. Don't try to take her job away, Anish. I will not. Thank you. It's Lucille's job. Thank you. She she lives. I I think we zoom out and we kind of put this frame inside of a sort of like its own little thing and then we 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 look at another group and it is a group of five people who sit down in a room and they're around uh what looks like a piece of paper a die like a, a six-sided die a um a coin and um a deck of cards and they begin to talk and they say yeah, I've been really excited to play this game. Another one says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's 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 just get, let's get started." Um, and they've all got microphones in front of them, or they don't. Um, <laughs> and then they say, "Anyone have any ideas for a setting?" And someone says, "Yeah, I was thinking of this this world that's just kind of exists in this molten sort of rock, like like it's founded Aww. on a molten rock." And someone says, "Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. What if the people are?" made of this rock and emerged from the magma and another person is like oh that's a great idea and what if and then they continue to to talk Aww. and that's their setting for their game their starting setting and we'll see where they go the gods. <laughs> oh, um, that is gosh. the best ending i could think of great okay thank you so much for listening to our very special episode of replay game um that's the end of that portion uh and come come, come meet, meet us again next time when we we talk about talk about it for the game part uh on a different side of the table